Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up your PointsBet account to live your bet life. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, Bulls Nation. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Across from me is the GOAT, Will Gottlieb. Follow him at Won't Gottlieb on Twitter. Down stairs hanging out is Big Dave. Follow him at Bow, B-A-W-L. Bow! At CHGO underscore Bulls. And there's our producer and our pal, Joey, popping in to help out. Bowling. Gentlemen, how are we? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Matt. I actually want to thank you right now um, because I know you're in you're in Mish, right? You're in, you're in Peck Manor in Mish right now, I believe. I am at the Mish house, baby. So Matt, last time, Will, when he went there, he brought me some uh, blackberry preserves, which are absolutely incredible and, de- and delicious. And because of Matt, without Matt's help, I would not have been able to create this vegan breakfast delight that I have come up with. It's a what pita pocket. Hell? It's a pita pocket, right? Toasted. And I put the blackberry raspberry joint in there. I put that in there with some Beyond sausage and some sweet potato uh, hash browns. And I'm putting all that in that pocket. And it is just absolutely delicious. And what sets it off is the Matt Peck preserves that he gave me. I could not have done it without you, Matthew. Thank you very much. I'm Amen. sure. He was very much intending to get you oh. going on a vegan mm. diet with that. I'm gift. sure he was. Yeah. <laughs> as long as long as you have your side of athletic greens, and that sounds like a great breakfast. <laughs> breakfast of champions. Actually, you know what that black raspberry jam is really good on? What's that? A breakfast sandwich with <laughs> several strips of bacon and some greasy fried eggs. Mwah, delicious. Maybe it's a sausage amazing. patty on there. <laughs> I had sausage, beyond sausage. <laughs> it was on sausage. That. It was delicious, Matt. You would love it. I promise you. Take y'all. that out of the package and you put it right in the toilet. That's where that goes. <laughs> you would love Will, it. Will, how it. are you, my friend? How's how's Brazil? Sorry, guys. My audio cut out there for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just saying, how are you? How's Brazil? Brazil is good. I'm excited to have a weekend. I feel like we've been. I've been mm. talking a lot this week. People, the, the people need a break from my voice. <laughs> well, that's a lie. I, yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's true. Uh, oh, shout out to Salim who just popped into the comments. Hey, Salim, uh, the dream. <laughs> shout out, shout out. All right, so fun Friday. We're gonna have some fun today. Um, you guys may have seen it recently. I want to say like the last week of May. Slam released their top 75 NBA teams of all time. And we are going to dive into where our Bulls six championship teams rank in those top 75 and uh, kind of nitpick and see if we have any gripes about how those Bulls championships or teams are ranked. 
compared to one another. And then anything as far as teams that are in the top 10 and shouldn't be, or teams that aren't in the top 10 and should be, and have all kinds of fun with that. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to do something that we like to call Sea Red Carpet, where we talk about mm. the fits and the styles and the threads, as the young people say, of NBA players making their entrances. Uh, and Jason Tatum, oh, I feel like, graphic. look at that. Look at that beautiful Look at graphic, that Mark graphic. right there. Well done. Well done. Oh, it's beautiful. Expect Jason nothing Tatum less than deserves so much respect for Correct. the way that he has made his entrances into the first three NBA Finals games, you guys. We 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 were like, you know what? We actually have to do an all Tatum version of C Red Carpet because he's looked that fly coming in. That's With true. maybe one exception. I don't know okay. how you guys feel about one of these outfits. Okay, okay. So, Joey, may may we look at our uh, our Tatum lineup here? Okay. Ooh, all right. All right. So, in the center, you see that was his entrance for game one. Mm-hmm. You got a lot going on there. Yeah. The the two-face, as I, as I like to call that, that <laughs> ensemble right there. Um, you know what? I didn't like it at first, guys, until I saw the shoes. And the shoes match the jacket perfectly. They are so dope. And for me, when I saw that, I was in. I was completely in on it. And I said, I'm going to let it ride. You look like a uh, supervillain, but a fly supervillain. So I completely will roll with this. I like the the matching cuffs. I'm into it. Oh, It's matching, definitely one of those right, outfits. Right. It's, it's one of those outfits where you're like, well, I can't really decide what to wear. So I'm just going to wear everything. But I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, I like... It's weird that the cuffs with like the leather or the leather, the leopard print match mm-hmm. one of the lapels. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it should just be if you're going opposites, that the left cuff should match the right lapel of the leopard print, but that the right cuff should be pink, right? Mm-hmm. Like the left yeah. lapel is. I don't know. But the the thing that my brain thinks of when I look at that is like the old, you guys remember like the rectangular cube shaped ice cream that came in the three flavors you know like the 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 vanilla the strawberry chocolate neapolitan neapolitan thank you i couldn't Mm -hmm. remember the name for it because of him with the the very crisp very clean looking white undershirt underneath that jacket and then the pink and the black i'm like that that's a neapolitan ice cream like ice cream bro yeah you look so you're saying he looks delicious (laughs) can i ask a quick question when you when you guys ate Neapolitan ice cream, what what section was always the one left? I was I was pretty equal across the board. I love Ooh, okay. vanilla. I love chocolate. I love strawberry. They're all good. Okay. okay, Will. I would say chocolate. I like chocolate for sure. It's like the best, but straight chocolate ice cream is for some reason not my favorite. Will Will is correct. That is the right. It's answer. better with other stuff. <laughs> There's no Even, correct answer, Dave. Sure, it is. It's a correct. No, Matt, no, you're right. right. I think I'm right. No, yeah, he's he's right. Matt <laughs> Matt's right for you know the the fat man side of me. I'm gonna eat it all. That's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I'm but, definitely eating it all. But I'm saying, right. but chocolate is more. coming last. Yes, chocolate is gonna go last. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say if I had to pick a least favorite among those, I would probably go chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but and like, but it can't just be vanilla. I like vanilla to be paired with something. Say, you know, like a la mode with like a fresh baked pie. But, <laughs> dude, just like good strawberry ice cream. I could just mm-hmm. eat that all freaking day. It's delicious. In the comments, they say, honestly, surprised Matt isn't strongly anti-strawberry ice cream. Would have guessed it was way too fruity or close to vegetables. Hey, <laughs> I like fruits. Vegetables are, you know, give and take, whatever. <laughs> uh, actually, up here in northern Michigan this time of year, some fresh asparagus that grows mm. up here. Holy mm. crap. I mean, you got to dress never it up. Thought right. I would hear. But <laughs> fresh hey man, asparagus it's up It's not here. like I eat zero vegetables. Like I'm not I'm not Kevin from the office. I do <laughs> eat vegetables. I just prioritize them way 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 lower than the good stuff like your meat and your carb because mm-hmm. those are those are the two big food groups that people should be eating from the most. All this sounds like is Peck is with his family and he has to eat these asparagus because mom's around and she ain't going to stand for that. That's what this Dude, sounds like. I just had the biggest serving of my mom's potato salad at lunch just oh, now. Oh. Awesome. And, and a brat, of course, because it's of like course. The, of course. the brat is the staple of the Michigan house diet. 
Mm. Uh, but I also ate two pickles, so there's your vegetables right there. Boom. I take my wins while I can get them, Will. <laughs> there, there is uh, some green on that, so I guess yeah. it counts. It's it green. Counts. It's a vegetable. Joey, can you throw up these Tatum fits again? Okay. I do like this, like, all baby blue outfit mm. that he's got going on on the left, mm-hmm. including the sneakers. It's a mm-hmm. very, very sick thread. And that one's kind of blurry because it was just a screenshot of a video of him making his right. entrance. Right. So it's hard to tell. But the glasses that he's wearing in that mm-hmm. outfit are also, like, super fly-looking glasses. Wow. And I'm guessing they are – a lot of NBA players these days are wearing glasses as, like, fashion pieces and not necessarily because they need them to see – not right. you know, not like Wendell Carter Jr., our old pal. Um, <laughs> but that's but to me, Why is I Wendell see is that. catching strays on this podcast. <laughs> it just happens. It happens because yeah, because he probably deserves something. I love you, Wendell. Uh, I yeah, you. I, I, I'm sure that it, uh, our pal Mark K doesn't appreciate all the the Wendell strays that go on here too. But <laughs> where are you, Mark? Come defend your boy, Wendell. <laughs> but I look at that kind of blue and it's a little bit lighter than Tar Heel mm-hmm. blue, but it reminds me more of Tar Heel blue. And that's kind of the confusing part to me because Tatum is a Duke guy. Ooh, wow. You're right about that. I, I guess when you get money, you know, all blues are your blues. I, I think that's kind of how that goes. <laughs> He's the right whole there. spectrum of blues. Yeah. All the blues he, he can roll with it, but that's, it's a, it, I think honestly, this is a more interesting choice because the, I get the all blue. I get it. But it's the shirt and the undershirt underneath that that's interesting to me. Like he could have just went with the actual button up and rolled with that, but wanted to go extra blue and went ahead and threw the sleeves with that too. I thought that was an interesting choice. It's very um, car mechanic jump jumpsuit <laughs> chic. <laughs> I, I, that didn't come yeah. out the way I wanted to. Car mechanic jumpsuit chic. chic. There it Say is. It five times. <laughs> It's impressive, yeah. right? I, or like I he looks like he's gonna go bowling or something, but right? Yeah. And I can't tell what it says on the upper left, you know, breast right there. But it looks like it could be like a stitched in name, like on a mechanic's jumpsuit. Right, right. I really <laughs> hope. I really hope that that says Jason right there on the upper left. Side. <laughs> you are right. It does. He's oh, got like wow. a right? greasy towel hang out of his back pocket. Right. <laughs> Gonna need a new carburetor, man. <laughs> uh Hayes in the comments saying he's dressed like the hood Michael Myers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear um, you. I hear you. Yeah, okay. I I could see that. Um oh, now, gentlemen, we have to get to what I saved for last because it's my favorite of these okay. three outfits. Okay. The one on the far right. You've got this, like, you know, black zippy jacket that he's rocking mm-hmm. with, again, a crisp white undershirt underneath it. Mm-hmm. And I like how the jacket's a little bit undersized and the white, like, tee is hanging out the bottom. I actually kind of dig that look. I've rocked that yeah. look all the time. Yeah. Um, just because I sometimes still wear hoodies that have, you know, I have outgrown. But as you see, obviously, the center of that piece is Kobe Bryant on the left side. MJ on the right side, both in iconic post-championship clinching moments. Kobe wearing that Lakers leather jacket that he had sitting on that little stool with the Larry O'Brien in front of him. And then, of course, as you could probably make out there, that is the iconic photo of MJ putting up three fingers with a cigar in his mouth after clinching the first three, Pete. I mean, mm. I like I if if I were more of a Kobe Bryant fan, I would like go on the internet and type kobe mj titles jacket and like buy one for myself <laughs> well actually matt to um to correct you real quick that's actually four fingers he's holding up because if you remember when he was in the home jersey that's when they won their fourth one and he was on the road oh, when shoot, they won their right. third one yeah so that, that's actually four that he's holding up right there uh but i do like that jacket very much and again the shoes is what really sets it oh. off he's got on the jordans right there <sighs> which are really setting off the whole entire thing of what, what is going on with him. And it's, it shows off those leg tattoos. Like Jason Tatum has uh, interesting tattoos because he's got leg tattoos. And those are always more interesting to me because you don't see them as much. Like, I think, I don't know why, but I think Will Gottlieb would get leg tattoos. I just think some, that just seems like a thing he would do. (laughs) Maybe he has them. Maybe. I I don't have any leg tattoos, but. I'm, and I'm not going to get any, but those are cool. Oh. I, I like those. Also, the Paisley shorts. I'm into those, too. Yes. You said the, the shoes, 
fire. I just, I really like that. I, I like that outfit. It's a dope um, outfit. It's yeah, a good one. The, it's like mostly monochrome on the top, the loud shorts, and then the leg tattoos, the shoes. It, it works. Yeah. I, I mean, those Jordans, the white with, you know, the trim in red and black, I mean, it just screams bulls to me. Like, I freaking love that style of Jordans. And the Paisley, as you mentioned, Will, I am a sucker for Paisley. I, I, I don't have the authority or the confidence to wear a pair of Paisley shorts like that. But you look on my tie rack in my closet. I got a lot of Paisley ties and I love I want to get some of those Paisley shorts. One of them. I would wear those. You would wear Paisley shorts? Hell he yeah. It off. I think yeah. they probably wouldn't look very good on me, but I would do it. No, he put Mr. It off. Goat. The next time you are back in studio, when you have returned from your Brazilian travels, you better be showing up wearing Paisley shorts. How much shorts. do you think? How much do you think those shorts cost? Four hundred dollars. digits. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, hundreds of dollars. I'm well, probably two hundred. You know, he feels, seems a little frugal, so yeah, probably probably two hundred. We'll see if I, we'll see if I can find them. I'll I'm, wear those yeah. prior to wearing the full Kyle Corver outfit. Oh, yes, I can't wait. 6,000, guys. We get to 6K on the CSGO Bulls account. Kyle Corver, Will Gottlieb is coming in, man, and I can't wait. But, Matt, I I don't know, Matt. Like, that's interesting you say that. You don't feel like you can pull off the Paisley shorts because of confidence. You are the most confident. You come in with the the pasty white shoulders out all the time (laughs) with the tank top and the burks on all day. Why don't you have the confidence to put on those shorts? Because that feels like more of a fashion statement, whereas I have no problem with my level of confidence wearing just like a a, a trash person tank top. Like <laughs> before you hopped on, I was just chatting with Will and like, yeah, like you guys are lucky. I actually put on a shirt because I came in from doing some chores out in the driveway. I'm wearing I'm wearing a bathing suit down here right now, and I was not wearing a shirt. And then I just like went into the closet and grabbed the nearest shirt I could find. Oh my goodness. There was was a little part of me that I was like, can I do this Friday fun episode just shirtless in a bathing suit? I I so wanted to, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to subject our viewers to that. Yeah, that's a little bit more fun than we need to be having right now. (laughs) (laughs) Did he spit it out? Did I get you? (laughs) Almost. Almost, man. We'll be sneaking him in, man. I'm telling you, he's sneaking him in. I'm um, telling you, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Barton in the comments saying, Will is hiding a Tyrus Thomas jersey tattoo somewhere for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, Salim recommends that you get goat leave tatted across your chest. Oh, I like that idea. I, do I, like I that actually, idea. I'm actually pretty confident that Will, like, I think, I don't know why you're not so confident that you could pull off the Paisley shorts. Like, that's a good look for you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that looks sick. We're taking biracial to a new level. Because <laughs> no, I will look at the leg this, pets. Because no, this is Brazil. <laughs> oh my goodness! Will goes to Brazil for I one do. week. He comes yeah. back looking like this. Sweet, come back flossing, Odo. Oh my! I, God. I do like those shorts though, Joey. If you can find those for me, I might. I might have to cop. Oh man! I I while while we've been chatting, I did type into my Google search bar Jason Tatum Paisley shorts, Mm -hmm. and was disappointed that it did not just immediately pop up with the first result being the shop online link to those shorts he was wearing. So we'll have to dig a little deeper. Oh man, them celebrities—they'll never want you to know what they're doing. (laughs) Do you have Paisley shorts, Dave? I don't think I do, but I'm not opposed to wearing them. Like if I find something, I think let's get matching Paisley shorts. Oh my god! Okay. If they look dope enough, I'll put it on. I promise you that. Birkenstocks, Paisley shorts, ball sweatshirt. Done. We're all wearing Wow. It. Wow. The Bergs. Within reach. <laughs> Within reach. He's got Slipping those bad back. boys right back on and going back outside <laughs> as soon as we're done. Oh, the official shoe of Matt Peck. Does, does everybody in your family have some some Burks, Matt? Everybody in Peck Manor got Burks. Uh, so my I'm actually right now the only one. My brother is almost always as religiously pro Birkenstock as I am. Right. right now he's rocking a pair of the 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 thong flip flops um, because he I think uh, his most recent pair of Burks has died and he hasn't gone around to getting a new pair yet. Oh um, man, R.I.P. And uh, my uh, my pops is a big fan of like the sandals that have like the 
like the toe like cup that keep them safe. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're like oh, aquatic yeah. sandals that have yeah. really good support and then also keep your toes safe. Mm-hmm. And they're good for like doing chores, you know, like around outside up here and all that. I just I've never been a fan because I like my toes to be free. I like my toes <laughs> to breathe. That's why I like the Burks. See, I like those. See, I like those right there because that that feels like more protected. Like I, if I got something I got to do, I don't really have to think about. It. I can just do it in those shoes right there. Right. And with the Burks, like I have to plan things out. Like if it's raining, I, I can't. I got to plan it. You know what I'm saying in my head. Like I got to think about it. You know what right. I'm saying. So, yeah, now, I you like have that. no idea how many times over the course of the years that that uh, my parents have lived up here that my brother or I will be splitting wood mm. and wearing Birkenstocks and our mother what? will just yell at us. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're going to put an axe through your toes. <laughs> Maybe there's a non-zero chance of that happening, but. Well, yeah, the reason she really feels like this because I'm sure you all had a few beverages before you got out there and started chopping some wood, too. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't recommend that either, man. I think your mom's on the right path right here, man. I don't, oh, I don't know she, about that. she's right, you know. Yeah. This is one of those yeah. times where nagging is actually the correct response. <laughs> How dare she care for you? Um. All right, so, so before we move on and get to our slam stuff, Okay. Did we officially cast our votes for favorite fit? I know that mine is the MJ and, and Kobe uh, jacket with the Paisley shorts. That's that's what I'm rocking with. Do you either of you guys have a favorite that's not that one? Yeah, I'm going with uh, the super villain. You're going with Two-Face. Yeah, I'm going with Two-Face. Yeah, I'm, I'm going sticking with, with the Paisley shorts. Yes. Yeah, okay, right on. Not I'm mad at you. Not mad at you. Not mad at you. Oh, yeah, after sorry, hours, sorry Luke, the... I see that comment, and that is that is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out, baby. Like don't let me get fresh on you, boy. Come on, hey, son. Do you, you see all that hair? You see all that hair? fresh on you, son. Don't let me get clean on you, baby. You dig? That's what them braids look like when they braid it down. You tell me? You got to braid them down like that, man. got to take those, them down uh, are... a minute, baby. Are those fresh braids, Dave? Yeah, yeah, got them done yesterday. So, oh. that's how they look, man. They look. Beautiful. I got them done by. I got them done by after I was Luke's mother. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got the perfectly coiffed front of the hair, you know, goat uh, over here, just like looking perfect as always. Yeah. And I just got like a sweaty mess hiding underneath this hat right now. <laughs> my hair doesn't fit underneath a hat, or I might be wearing them. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hat, Will. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen. In, you, infrequently, it's really hard to contain. You know, it just gotta. It's like your toes. You gotta. You gotta let it. I mean, gotta let it breathe. You, you have. Gotta let it breathe. You have like the brim of a hat as the like the front of your hairdo as it is. Yeah. Like yeah. I love you. Like some people, I think built in shades. With that. You know, that like Jimmy Neutron, like front swoop, like just like a shelf of hair, but you pull it off. The Johnny Bravo. He's got ah, right there. there you go. It's that Johnny Bravo going now on. Now it's all baby. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Now uh, let's spend the, the remainder of today's show talking about these crazy slam top 75 rankings. Uh, but Ooh. before we do that, Big Dave, first. tell our listeners and viewers all the fun they should be having with mm. points bet. For game four of the NBA Finals tonight. Oh, yes. Game four of the NBA Finals is here, y'all. It's exciting. And I know you want to put some money on it. So the best way to do that is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, you'll get them two. Count them. One, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. That's 2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt from that CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit, and you do that only at PointsBet. And for the first time ever, that live NBA same game parlay oh you can build that perfect live nba same game parlay you can do that only with points bet combine your favorite bets anytime during the game and if you want more and chicago we know you do oh right on time you can boost 
your live NBA same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live and do it all with points bet. And if you're in this beautiful, wonderful state of Illinois, in this beautiful city of Chicago, where the weather will be hell next week, you can stay inside in that air conditioning, y'all, and download that points bet app and register your account from start to finish and do it all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? No clue. Because once that game starts, y'all, you don't just bet. Tell them what they do, goat. You live your bet life. That's mm, what he do. Oh, I got that in. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence will be happy. He will. He will. <laughs> he threw that in there. Uh, all right, guys. So we uh, we were blessed by Slam, who, like, dude, Shout out to Slam Magazine and all of their, you know, now modern era online content. Seriously. They gave us that dope DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine cover uh, at the beginning yes. of this 21-22 NBA season. Yep. And they recently gave us their top 75 best NBA teams of all time rankings. Mm-hmm. Obviously coinciding with the 75th NBA anniversary that the league has been celebrating all season long, uh, which of course included their new 75 best players of all time list that they honored at uh, at halftime of the all-star weekend we got to mm-hmm. see that amazing little moment of embrace between dennis and mj you know i was crying my little <laughs> eyes out um guys i upon first glance i don't have too many issues with the way that this list goes but i do have some issues but so let's yeah. start with this, and this is probably the most important question, was which team was going to be number one? Was mm-hmm. it going to be the 72-10, and 10, don't mean a thing without the ring, MJ's first full season back from baseball, Rodman joining the crew, dominant Bulls, or would it be a different team? Mm. Slam got it right. They yeah. have the 95-96 Bulls ranked as the greatest NBA team of all time i'm not expecting any kind of counter argument from either of you but to either of you in a as best you can unbiased lens say i'm not sure if that still is true or ever was true either of you have a bone to pick with the 96 bulls being number one i don't think so i mean obviously you guys are more expert on this than i am um but like the second three-peat team was just clearly more talented. I think we can all agree on that. Like Rodman, Kukoc, like they just didn't really have that caliber of top-end talent in the first three-peat. Um, on top of that, obviously. Don't go disrespect to Horace Grant now. Don't you do that. No, no, no not Don't at all. Don't you disrespect my guy but Horace. I think, <laughs> the com- I think you would agree with that, right? The combo of Rodman and Kukoc makes that a better team. And then on top of that, you have the 72 wins. I just feel like that's kind of a... Kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. I, um, go ahead, go ahead Dave. No, 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 no. You go. Uh, I, 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 I don't have a problem with them picking that team. Uh, for me, it was more so because of the rock star status of that team. Uh, why they were number one. Um, having coming into that season after going out in the second round, coming into that season, that's all was the talk was can this team win seventy games. And all they did was get a rebounder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really all they did. And and Michael Jordan went back to the weight room. You know what I mean? Like, so for them to come in and, and just dominate the entire league from beginning to end, just a true domination. Uh, when they won 40 games, they were like 40 and three, which is stupid. Um, yeah, so they did it from beginning to end. And it was just, it was the most, I don't know, coronation of a playoffs I had seen. In, in quite a long time, like it just, you know, you knew what was going to happen. Like it was really never in doubt that they were going to kill everybody. And when they got to the finals, it truly wasn't in doubt that they were going to destroy and, and get that uh, win against a team that had won like 65 games, which is also really insane. Cause that Sonics team was no joke. Yeah. The Sonics was serious and, and Bulls just made them look like children. And then to cap it off, winning that all on father's day, um, and then that iconic uh, picture of Mike on the floor crying, just, it, I mean, you can, it's Hollywood ending stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of, of what that was for the Bulls. So yeah, I, it was, it was perfect. They also had the greatest net rating of any team in the history of the game, which I think 
right. for something in Which, terms of just being insanely good. Yeah. Yeah. Best net rating and uh, some of the best cable ratings of NBA Finals games ever. Um True. Which, you know, will remain untouched because we now live in the, the era of, you know, cord cutting. Um, the It was like just the storyline of it on top of how dominant the team was. <laughs> adding in a wild card like Dennis. Um, you know, Tony ascending to, after his first few years adjusting to the NBA, being the, like, absolutely perfect quintessential six-man role and embracing that role. Um you know, a, a guy like Steve Kerr blossoming after finding his way around the league in his early years, Phoenix, Cleveland, a brief stint in Orlando, and then being a part of those middle MJ's playing baseball teams and then seeing him win his first ring. Um, but everything about that team was dominant on the court and entertaining as hell as a sports story. Um, so I think they got it right. I like I, I like if you look at some of the other options for teams that could have been selected and uh, Joey, maybe now's a good time to throw up the, the top 10 of this slam list for us to take a look at. Um, the second team is the after KD arrived Warriors 16, 17, mm-hmm. after they blew the three to one lead in Cle- uh, against Cleveland in 2016, they got them number two. I'm honestly maybe even a little bit surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have them number two. Mm-hmm. You mean, you mean that you think that more Bulls teams should have been ahead of them? No, that maybe those Lakers or those Celtics should have been ahead of them. Mm. I know. I mean, that that sixteen seventeen Warriors team was not the team that won seventy three games and broke the Bulls' regular season record. They did not, but they, I think that was clearly their most talented team. Um, mm. Obviously, first year with KD. They won the finals pretty easily. And yeah, I mean, just that group was able to coast a little bit more than the the 73 win team, which obviously was like going for it. And we'll get to my thoughts on that team in a bit, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. I think there's a real argument to be made that this Warriors team was better than the 1995-96 Bulls team and should be the number one. I'm not sure I go there, but I think it's pretty clearly those are the top two. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you can you can make that argument too. You're right, Will. Argument can't can be made, but um, the the issue is the 72 wins. Like that's really what it is. Like the 72 yeah. wins and the complete domination uh, that they put on that entire time. Because even if you're making that argument for the Warriors. You, you just look at the wins category because you're right. That team was – you got Kevin Durant and you got Steph Curry. In my head, I'm like, how do you, how you don't have 75 wins? You know what I mean? Like, that's an insane team. But they that wasn't their goal. Their goal was to, you know, get that championship, and that was fine. But the Bulls' goal was to dominate the entire league, period, and to crush everyone. And when that's your goal and you accomplish it the way they did, and without any doubt, that, that puts you at number one. Yeah. And this is like when you are in the pantheon of greats and you're trying to sort through them, you got a nitpick. And like, I think that's Mm -hmm. a fair nitpick there. They won five Mm -hmm. more games than that Warriors team did. Now we know what that Warriors team was capable of because obviously they won 73 the year before that. And then you bring in Kevin Durant. But at the end of the day, the Bulls team had higher net rating. They won five more games and they won the championship that year. I mean, that's like as close to a perfect season as you'll probably ever see in the NBA. Yeah. And basically all the, uh, well, a few of the individual accolades too, because I believe Phil Jackson was coach of the year, Tony Kuko, yep. sixth man of the year, Jordan winning the MVP. Um, all of them first team, uh, all NBA for Jordan. And I think Pippen was first team also, or he was second team. Yeah, so he was. And then, and then he had three of them. Am I, am I right, Matt? You correct then, me on this. And then MJ, Scotty, and Dennis were team? all all defensive first team. Right. Which that's, is insane. That's, insane. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. So, yeah, all of that stuff put together. Yeah, that's that's why they're there. Who knows? We might see that again from the Bulls next season if they you know hey. follow Will's advice, get Gobert and Lonzo and Caruso both have full healthy seasons. The Bulls have three first team all defense. Let's see. Let's see. Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> the Let's other see. thing that I think is really interesting about this, the, the top of the top 10, is that that Lakers team, that 71-72 Lakers team, with Jerry West 
finally getting over the hump after losing mm. to the Celtics again and again and again and losing all of those final series is ranked above any Celtics team. Mm-hmm. Like that Lakers team is number three. The mm-hmm. Jerry finally won one is the number three ranked above any Celtics team, including yeah. the 85, 86 Celtics was ob- obviously a generation past Jerry West. Right. But most people take that 85, 86 Celtics team and put it right there with the 95, 96 Bulls as it's one of these two teams is the greatest team of all time until the Warriors came around. Yeah, and I felt that way about that Boston team, too, because, you know, just the, who was on that squad. And, I mean, obviously, I didn't see the 71-72 the team. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't bother me uh, watching that. Like, I wasn't, like, just, like, oh, anything was too egregious uh, within that top ten. Uh, it would just be a nitpicky thing, you know, to move stuff around. But, overall, I thought they did a really fair job, and that's really all you can really look for. Uh, when you're looking at these kind of lists, like, are you being fair? Uh, like even having the Sixers uh, at eight, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty right. Cause you know, that's the fo fo fo. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's, yeah, that's really special uh, basketball team up there. So yeah. Like I think everybody, every kind of era of greatness was kind of represented uh, on this. So yeah, I, I don't have a real issue. One more thing about the 16, 17 Warriors team that I forgot to mention was that they went 16 and one in the playoffs, which is just nuts. Yes. Um, I was a little surprised to see the 2000, 2001 Lakers at nine. Um, It felt like they were a little bit more dominant just in my memory of them than I think they actually were statistically, but that was another team that just absolutely ran through everybody in the playoffs. Only lost one game, obviously five game first round back in 2001. Uh, so, I mean, that team was just absolutely dominant with Kobe and Shaq. That was that was really like the peak of their uh, peak of their powers. So, mm-hmm. uh, and had your boy Horace Grant. So, don't forget him. <laughs> also um, on that team, but that team just feels like one of the most dominant teams ever because of how good at that time Kobe and Shaq were together. They were. Plus, you got uh, so you got Kareem's Bucks on there, the seventy seventy one Bucks. Uh, which I believe were they a 69 win team, Dave, or I 67? I know that they were high up there on their regular season win total. Uh, I don't remember how many they won that that season, but I do remember that because that was the big O mm-hmm. and um and Kareem and young Kareem Cinder at that time, right? Um, uh, but yeah, like and they were very very 66 young, six and sixteen. Okay, that's dumb. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and they were very young. Uh, very, very young. Like Kareem was barely in his what four C or something like that. And I know Big O wasn't either. Um, Kareem so they were super. Rookie. Yeah, right. or no, second year, second year. Yeah, they weren't far along and just super young, and it just worked. They came together and clicked, man, with those kind of just two massive talents, you know, who are Hall of Famers. And yeah, man, it, that's they deserve that. Like I'm not taking anything away um, from anything like that. They brought a Bucks title and something they hadn't seen. Uh, until Giannis got there. So, yeah, big time, big time. Bob so Boozer, you... Bob Dandridge, oh, uh, obviously. The, the OG the Boozer of the NBA. Really, <laughs> I love really it. good team. I want to hear, um, trying to put our biases aside here, sure. what do you think about the, uh, was it number 10, Joey, the 12-13 Miami Heat? What do you guys think yeah, about that? Where just, they are? So the 12-13 Heat just snuck into the top 10 at number 10. And mm-hmm. it may come as no surprise to either of you that I think that that team has no business being in the top 10 greatest teams of all time. It's garbage. Get it out of there. He literally said, put your biases aside. <laughs> his question. I knew that's what he was going to say. And that's why I said, put your biases aside. But I said that well, having put really my bias aside. Oh, my God. My man. basketball <laughs> opinion, as well as my bias opinion, is that it's, that team has... No business being in the top 10. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't have a problem with them in, in the top 10. Um, they were they were damn good, man. That team was stupid good. And you got LeBron, you got Wade, and you got Bosh on that team. And basically coming back and writing, I guess in their eyes, writing a wrong from not winning the previous season and getting in there and, you know, finally getting that uh, championship. And it was a big deal. I mean, bronze, basically first title. You know what I mean? Like, that's a 
big deal to start the legacy of LeBron James, you know, as far as him winning, you know what I'm saying, those championships. That, that was, was a big step one. for him, you know? Oh, this is the second title. I don't yeah. think this is the first No, that's the their, Heat, that, the that was their first. The first title was 11-12 okay. when they beat young KD. You, when they beat, you're right, Westbrook. you're right. This so was, this oh, one, right. they beat the, the Spurs, Spurs after being Correct. down 3-2. Then, this is, then that's even more so that they belong in the top 10 because of how they won that. Because that, that shot by, by Ray Allen, dude, like, come on. No, they were at, down, dude. You mean after Ray Allen traveled? <laughs> he can't help himself he can't help himself he just can't i don't i don't blame do him i do think though that like <laughs> when you just look at the history of the league like I, I just think it's like pretty obviously the best year individual season that lebron had both in terms of like the point where he he was still at his peak athletically but finally started to understand how to play the game at a level that you need to in order to win the championship and was like unbelievable on defense, probably could have been defensive player of the year that year. Um, I mean, just that, that team, obviously D Wade and, and Ray Allen and Chris Bosch, just an immensely talented team. And then the other one I wanted to get your guys' opinion on, I go, I have a really hard time evaluating this one, but the 72 win warriors that obviously blew the three, one lead, in the finals, I believe they were ranked 21st on this list, mm-hmm. which they lost in the finals. They had the the blow up, but like mm-hmm. they won 73 games. It just feels a little disrespectfully low to me. I, I feel like they should be just outside the top 10. I disagree. <laughs> I think they're exactly well, let's what hear they're it. supposed to be. Will you didn't win? Like, and that's the biggest it. That's it. You you did not win. Yes, you were a great regular season team. You did it. It was incredible. 73 wins, never been done before, ever. But as the, when the Bulls won, and, and Matt, you remember the shirts they were walking around with, don't mean a thing without the ring. And not only did you not win, you lost in a way no one had ever lost before in the NBA Finals either. So all that kind of comes into play and connects for me to be like, yeah, you're not going to get – you. You're not going to get in the top 20 on mine doing, doing stuff like that. Like, And I get 73 is incredible, but – you have got to close that. You've got to win and then not crash in an epic fashion either. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with them at 21, honestly. Me neither. This is not the Slams top 75 best regular season NBA teams of all time. <laughs> best teams of all time. Well, they, I mean, they made the finals and like won three games. I mean, it's not like they were just like, yeah. okay, or got bounced. Like they were a incredibly good team. Obviously, 73 wins. But Steph Curry was the unanimous MVP, first and only, to do that. Um, Came back from down 3-1 against the Thunder in the conference finals. The original Game 6 clay game. I mean, like, you cannot tell the history of basketball without talking about that season. Obviously, there was the blow, the Draymond ejection in the finals. But I agree that you cannot have them in the top 10 because they didn't win. I think that this slam list did a very good job of picking out teams from different eras and making sure that like, I mean, obviously the league, the players in the league today are just more talented than they were, you know, 20 years ago or 30 or 40 years ago. That just, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think they did a really good job of making sure that teams from different eras got on this list. But to me, 21 outside the top 20 is, I get it. They didn't win, but to me, that's, they should have been, significantly higher well and and the funny thing about that is that you know who is ranked at 20 is the 15 16 cleveland cavaliers and i think that's an example it was kind of cheeky they were like okay well so here's the Cavs. we're gonna put this 16 Cavs team with that incredible finals comeback as the top 20 number 20 and then right there at 21 is the 73 and 9 warriors and i think they should have been higher too like that was probably one of the greatest finals performances of all time by mm-hmm. LeBron and by the Cavs. I mean, how can you be 20th? That's just, I, they beat the the best regular season team of all time. I don't think they were as they dominant did. as some of the, some of these other teams, but for you to have such a historic season for the Warriors to win that many games and to be as good as you were, and then to beat them and win the championship for the first time in Cleveland sports history like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has just got to be higher to me. And I know there's like, it's really tough to like, you know, when you say like somebody's got to be pushed up, that that means you got to pull somebody out. So I get it. It's a very difficult thing to do, but I think that's like one of the greatest finals ever. And one of LeBron's greatest performances ever. 
Which, against one of the greatest teams ever. So I just I don't I don't disagree with anything you just said, Will, which to me either. makes it even more ridiculous that that's not the LeBron team that they snuck into the top 10. <laughs> the the 13 Heat yeah. really are number 10 and that LeBron 16 Cavs team is 20. Those are 10 spots apart and that was in the top 10. That's backwards to me. That is absolutely mm. backwards. Like yeah, that Heat team in 13 was more regular season dominant if you want to call it that they had that you know uh record setting what what was it a 27 game win streak in the regular mm-hmm. season uh which but to our, your point like our beloved this Bulls is, beat or, or snapped by the way but hell yeah they did um <laughs> i was just gonna say like this list you said is like uh i was out that game you no know, it includes sorry well i was out that game though it was sweet good job joey had a boy yeah i was just gonna say like real quick it's not a regular season thing you know, you have to win the championship. That's why you're saying that the Warriors couldn't be higher. At the same time, it's not just a playoffs or a finals ranking. It's mm-hmm. best teams of all time. And right. I don't think that that Cavs team had as dominant a regular season, and that pushed them a little bit back. So I, right. I get it, but I do think that is like probably, I don't know. I mean, it's like I'm not a basketball historian in the way that I think a lot of people are, and, and you guys obviously know way more than I do uh, historically about the game. But I just feel like that's – got to be one of the best finals performances ever no there's, there's no argument at all that that it definitely was and and it's incredible and it will be talked about forever <laughs> as that but that point you just made is by james point. yes like and the three by Kyrie. come on dude like that point you made is the point though will they weren't as dominant in the regular season like that's the point yeah. like that's the whole point of it right there and to even add to that warriors uh argument of them being higher and why they're not because of the wins the 71-72 Lakers, till, till the Bulls beat that record, they were the best team ever because they had won 69 games, and nobody had ever won that many games. They were 69-13, but the reason they're so high is because they won it all, and that's and that's the important thing of it. You've got to finish it. You know what I'm saying? you got to finish your meal. You know what I mean? You can't leave nothing on the plate. For sure. And that's the I, reason I'm they weren't. totally on board, but I think – I don't know. I, I can't remember coming through these exactly – if this is the case, but that's, I mean, if that's not the number one team that didn't win the championship, mm. that would be criminal. Can we I, at I least agree on that? I believe yeah. it is. I believe every team ranked ahead of those 16 Warriors uh, was a team that won the title that year. And I, if you look at it, if you look at it this way, which I know is not, you know, necessarily fair, but okay. how many of the 20 teams in front of them would you take over the Warriors that year? Like if you if you could pit the 2013 Heat against the 2016 Warriors, who do you think would win in a seven game series? I'm not sure, but I just think it's an interesting question. Probably that is. I'd probably take the Warriors on that. Probably would. Probably would take the Warriors on that. So I feel like that. If you're ranking the team, obviously the performance adds into that, but the quality of the team, Mm -hmm. I think, also should be considered. Fair point. I know who they're not beating. That's the number one team on their <laughs> list, baby. Uh, I got them. That might be the only team that that they don't beat. That's fair. That's fair, Will. I'm fair, but honestly, I think I can make that argument for a few teams on this list about sure. beating a couple of those top ten teams. But that that's a great point you made. Um, can I? Can I? I, don't, I want to point out the, the the most egregious thing on this list for me, and that was number forty eight. And number forty eight was that Dallas Mavericks team that won the title was Dirk, you know, and that crew, they won that title. They were at 48. 2011. Yes. The 2011 team that won it all. They were at number 48 ahead of them at number 47 were the 06 Miami heat that beat that Dallas Mavericks team. And I found that to be ridiculous. And, and I'm like, wait, but we know why, like as, as John drilled in the Matt and I heads, Dwayne Wade shot 96 free throws in that entire series, which is absolutely insane. And then I'm looking at it, and and first of all, Dirk had probably the greatest finals run ever. You know what I mean? Like, the people he beat and went against and the team that he had. And for him to finish 48 was crazy to me. But they even admit when they're writing this out, they said, sure, Dwayne Wade benefited from some friendly officiating. You're you're making the point right there. Like, how could you sit there and say that? And then say that they're better. That that made no sense to me. I, I thought that was the most egregious thing. And I was like, that's the only one that I thought was egregious was that, man. To have that 
Dallas team and then to have that Heat team right there over them? No, absolutely not. I didn't agree with that, and that's the only one for me. I have a uh, a juicy question for you guys. I don't know if we need to go to a commercial break first, but yes, we do. Yes, I we wanna, do. I want to ask you one more. All right. Thank you very much for that segue, Will, and then we will get back to our uh, gripes about this list. Uh, today's episode brought to you guys by our friends at Strava Craft Coffee. If you want to mm-hmm. start your day with a competitive edge, Strava CBD Coffee is the game changer you're looking for. It's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without those coffee jitters. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. And the best part is Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava even also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD delivery system. And right now, our CHGO listeners and viewers can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you Mm. use promo code CHGO25 at checkout. You know, I'm up here at the Mish House this weekend, boys, and I didn't have my Strava this morning. Uh-oh. I missed it. I missed it. Especially because, you know, we're out here doing some backbreaking <laughs> manual labor up here. And I got to make some pains. I need yeah. my Strava. Got to have it, man. He needs his Strava. Don't worry. He'll be ready for you when you get back. Oh. And you'll be back to smooth and cool, sir. In yep. no time. Just in time for me to pull my other quad at our softball game on Monday <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, all right, Will, where were we leaving off? You had a thought. So Dave mentioned Dirk having one of the greatest finals runs ever in 2011. Hard to disagree with that. That made me think of this year's Boston Celtics. Yes. Having gone through Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in the Brooklyn Mm -hmm. Nets, having gone through Giannis Antetokounmpo and the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks, and then getting through Jimothy Gets Buckets in the Miami Heat, uh, on their way to go face the Warriors. Now, they obviously haven't won yet, but this Warriors team is very good. I think it's one of the more difficult finals runs that you could think of. So if they win in six or seven games, where do you rank this Celtics team? And then, Matt, to appease you and your uh, gambling habits, <laughs> if the Warriors win, where would you uh, where would you place them? Uh, that's a great question. But I, I would really have to think about it and see a list of it because Dirk comes into my head. Um, always put that Jordan run in uh, 93 up there because uh, of the people he took out and then ending it being the MVP and Charles Barkley, uh, who was the best team in the NBA uh, record-wise uh, that year. So I always put him up there too. Um, but I don't know. I, I would have to... Off the top of my head, without seeing anything, I would say it, it'll it be in, in the top seven, maybe. I think it would be probably be what? there. That's yeah. high. You what? have to also remember how dominant they were to what? finish off the year with that 15.4 yeah. net rating. Oh, for my like God. And this is months. absolute nonsense. I mean, I, listen, to, listen to who he beat. And, it, and not only did they beat Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they swept them. Asterisk, you know what I'm saying? Like, got asterisk, them out of there. Asterisk. Okay, because yeah, of Ben Simmons? They, they they beat they beat you know KD in the Nets. That was KD and a bunch of garbage. No, no, no. They didn't they swept them. Cool. That's a they, difference. They swept. They swept KD and a bunch of garbage. Mm-hmm. Who people were picking to win that seat. Defending champion Giannis MVP Bucks without Chris Middleton, his most reliable co-star. They but beat they had to Jimmy No, 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 no. They had to come back and beat them. Do not besmirch the good name of Jimmy not be Butler. Well, yeah, you can besmirch that. Don't, but I'm saying you can't besmirch that. God, this one. Because they had to come back from that, Matt. They, they had to win the next two games. Trailing. They shouldn't have been trailing Milwaukee in the first place. They blew game five. They should have handled Milwaukee had more to come back than they did. did no, I give them credit for coming back and actually getting the next two. That's important, dog. 
that's a big thing. Like I, being the MVP like that. You're no. I mean, I'm sorry. I like Will, I love you, buddy, but you're like, well, how great is the Celtics team? Because they took out this team and then this team and then this team led by this yeah, you star lost and this star team. and this star. <laughs> if, if you put in all of the context around it, it is much more underwhelming to me. Like mm. I, I agree with Rex in the comments. Whichever it is, if it's Celtics or Warriors this season, who comes out on top? Not, I'm putting neither of those in the top 20. I'm probably putting neither of them in the top 30. Neither yeah. team had a dominant regular season. The Celtics had a great finish to their regular season, but they started out looking like a bunch of garbage. And neither of these around. teams are top mm-hmm. 20 worthy. Yeah, Are you talking about teams or are you talking about players when we say in runs? Because when you, when you said that, Will, I was thinking about just Jason Tatum. When you said that, making that oh, run, I was talking about like teams. I was talking about. Was talking oh, team. Like okay, the, this was on the list of seventy-five. No, no, no. I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. I was thinking players because when I say final, that's why I said dirt. Put on that finals run. I was thinking individual wise like that, but no team wise. No, they are not. No, absolutely not. We're not even had that in the top twenty. He's right. He's absolutely right on that. I wouldn't do that. No, Go ahead. I think I think right around thirty though. I mean, this team had a stretch where they were literally the best team of all time statistically. For like two and a half, three months of the regular season. And I think their path to the finals, you know, wh- whether you agree or not, I mean, th- those are some tough teams to take out. Yeah, man. Especially, you know, the Bucks. Obviously, Chris Middleton wasn't playing, but I-, I really respect this Boston team. I think they will win it probably in seven, maybe even six at this point, the way the Warriors played. And I'm very excited for a game tonight, but yeah. uh, just given how dominant they were in the regular season and then this path, and Jason Tatum at 24, you know, really taking a leap. I, I think that's like probably around the 30 range, maybe a little bit further back. Yeah. Warriors, I, mean, I agree, I think would be pretty far down the list. This was clearly their yeah. least talented championship yeah. run. Of the yeah. Warriors, and, uh, six titles appearances in eight years. You could easily make the argument that this is the least yeah. stacked team because not only is now Kevin Durant not in the picture, but – you know, the core is old mm-hmm. or older. Older. Yeah, Guadala's not playing. Draymond right. has not been and nearly like, as their effective. Their role players aren't as past. reliable, and their depth is not as reliable as some of those earlier teams. Right, true indeed. Um, all right, indeed. we're almost out of time, but the last thing I wanted to get from each of you real quick is do you take issue with where the Bulls championship teams are ranked with respect to each other? So – here it is real quick. Obviously, 95-96 came in as the number one overall best team of all time. As you saw in our top 10 graphic, the 90-91 Bulls were the only other Bulls team to get into that top 10. They came in at number seven. Then it's the 96-97, Kerr hits the shot, team at 12, so just outside the top 10. The MJ's final shot, 98 team at 17, so also still in the top 20. The 92 beat the Blazers, MJ Shrug, also top 20 at 19, and the only mm-hmm. Bulls title team outside the top 20 is Paxson for three, 93 beating Charles and the Suns at 22. Mm-hmm. So let's just for a moment acknowledge how awesome it is that <laughs> the Bulls almost had six title teams inside the top 20 of the best NBA teams ever. They were <laughs> Two spots away. But do you take issue with how those teams are ranked compared to one another? Because I might have a bone to pick. Um, It feels I would be nitpicking at it, honestly, to, if I had the bone. But I'll, let, I'll leave that for you, Matt, to be honest. Um, But the Paxton team I would have in the top 20 because I just – like I just talked about them. Winning your third title in a row is something that hadn't been done since the Boston Celtics did it. And Magic something didn't everybody – Larry did. didn't do it. Yeah, nobody, Isaiah, none of them. And and for them to not be in the top 20 and you had never seen it before, at least anybody in, in my lifetime, your lifetime, or Will's lifetime, had never seen that happen ever. So in some things like this is un, this is not going to happen in the history of basketball. Nobody can do this. I don't see how you leave that out of the, the, the top 20, but I don't, I'm not going to take super uh, issue with it like that. But if I had to pick one, it would be that 92 team only because that was my favorite Bulls team because that was the year I call that the glow year. After beating yeah. the Lakers, uh, I think they just went into the next season and it was like, I don't care who you play. 
You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's beating us, period. We're better than everybody. And it was just magical things happened uh, in that season and, and culminated with that finals, you know, with um, my, Michael hitting those six threes, you know, getting that 35 points, you know, hitting you with the shrug, you know, it, the Bobby Hansen, you know, uh, game six where he hits the two three pointers while Mike is sitting down, like those kind of things happening. Like it was, it was a magical run for me, and I love that team. So I would, I would have had them uh, a little, a little bit higher. But like I said, I'll, I'll leave it to you, Matt. I'll, I'll leave that to you. But go ahead, Will. Yeah, I, I would leave most of this to Matt, but I do think there's a good case for that one statistically, the second best net rating of all time. Um, obviously, you know. I said this about LeBron too, but I think there's something to be said for going into your season after winning your first title at age 28. I think that's a moment in Jordan's career where he's at that peak athleticism while also being as dominant and just assassin like as you can be Mm. on the basketball court from a skill perspective. I think that, that like inflection point is a really interesting one for players who are sort of at that peak um so and then yeah i mean just like the legendary shrug and the finals run they had so i think there's an argument to be made that that one could be a little bit higher i think i I mentioned this too like it seems like they tried to do a good job of spreading them out but i mean these are all michael jordan led you know six (laughs) rings in eight years like yeah i feel like they could all be in the top 25 right yeah like and they are like all of them are in the top i'm sorry the top 20 Right, right. But and you're right. All of them could be in the top 20. and But it, that's why it doesn't bother me so much when I say you had six teams in the top 25. Because for me, that just sounds just as amazing and as, as dominant as anything. And and you're undefeated and you didn't lose. You know what I mean? Like none of these titles. These are all yours. So, yeah, I just I, I don't have a real particular big issue with it. But like I said, I'll leave it to Matt to, to bring that on home. <laughs> so a couple bones to pick. And, and I do uh, agree with a lot of what you guys just said. As much as I like to roll my eyes at Paxson being, you know, the reason that they clinched that third and final uh, of the first three-peat, that team and that being the first three-peat since the Celtics dynasty, you cannot ignore that. The fact that that's ranked as the worst of the six Bulls title teams is crazy to me. Plus, that Suns team led by MVP Charles was no joke that they beat Man. in the finals. That team was tough as hell. It really bothers me when people say, like, the Bulls never had to take anybody out. Like, the league was so much worse in the night. Like, the, go I mean, away. look back <laughs> to the, the 92 Barcelona Dream Team. Two-thirds of that team unquestionably considered the greatest assembly of basketball players as a team ever. Two-thirds of that team don't have rings. Why? Michael freaking Jordan and the 90s Bulls. Fact. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, and the yeah, other third just, was on the Bulls. He just, <laughs> beat, he just beat his his way to six titles, beating you know plumbers and mailmen and carpenters mm-hmm. and whatever. Get out of here. True. At least you know two of them. Um, but so okay, the '91 team being the other team in the top ten is that about story? Is that about the legend of MJ and the Bulls finally overcoming the Pistons, and getting their first title, or is it about how good that team is? Because that team went, uh, that team won 61 games, if I recall. The 97 Bulls that backed up the greatest Bulls team and the greatest NBA team of all time went 69 and 13. 69 and 13 and also had a fairly easy yeah. route through the playoffs to win their fifth title. I don't get the 91 Bulls being ranked ahead of the 97 Bulls. And in similar ways, the 98 Bulls being ranked ahead of 92 and 93. Again, mm-hmm. is it about the narrative of the NBA? Jordan's first title and Jordan's Jordan's last title have to be ranked, you know, somewhere earlier on in where you're ranking the Bulls teams. That 98 team was falling apart. That Mm -hmm. 98 team was held together by Michael Jordan's insane need to win and some spit and some duct tape. That team was not better than 92 or 93, which is why sometimes I kind of roll my eyes when Bulls fans are like, I can't believe Jerry Krause blew him up. They couldn't let him stick together for one more. Dude, that Bulls team in 98 fell across the finish line, dragged there by Michael. It's true. But I, let me, I will say this, Matt, for that 91 team. Uh, that team lost two games in the playoffs and they swept everybody. They whooped everybody's ass. And the biggest one was the defending champs, was the Detroit Pistons. They swept them. 
in the conference finals. Got them up out of here. And then, you know, you play the Lakers and you lose one, and then you gentlemen sweep them on your way to your first title. So that, I think that play plays into that's it a, as well. That's a fair counterpoint to that mm-hmm. 91, 90, the 90, 91 team being ranked second of the yeah. six. That's a fair yeah. counterpoint. They, once they, they finally mean. cleared that hurdle, they, whew, they were off and running. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the biggest takeaway here is that the Bulls have six title teams that are six. in the top 25 of these slam rankings. Six and again, thank you to slam for doing this because this is really cool and really fun. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. Last last thing. I cannot okay. believe that they didn't put any of Russell Celtics in the top 10. That, to me, is egregious. I agree. I, I know part of me is just like a LeBron hater and a Heat hater, and I don't think that they deserve to be number 10. Right behind them at 11 is the 64-65 Celtics. Russell Celtics, arguably Russell's best Celtics team of that Celtics dynasty. You're yeah. telling me that LeBron needing game six and seven to beat the Spurs is better than that Russell team? Hey, get the hell out of here. That's hard to argue right there. Because I think that you got to have a Celtics team in there. Like, How do you not won, have a Celtics? They won eight in a row. Like, you got you to give them one, dog. Like, goodness gracious. You got to put yeah. one of those teams in the top ten. Yeah, that's how I agree. I agree. Um, all right, that's it. We're out of time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on Fun Friday. Um, I got to go. I don't know if it's chores time or beer clock at the brewery, but either way, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Will, have a wonderful weekend down there in Brazil. Come back soon. We miss you. Follow Will on Twitter at Won't Got Leave. Check out what his latest work on our website, allchgo.com. Big Dave's on Twitter at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. We'll be back There's on 6,000 followers, so I dress up like Kyle Corver. Do it. And Do skip it. Right, skip right past fours so I don't have uh-uh. to eat the Uh -uh. (laughs) all right y'all have a great weekend we appreciate you we love you bulls nation until monday see red be good